Patricia Nolan Brown, successful inventor, serial entrepreneur, best-selling author of Idea to Invention, international speaker, retail flipper, and road tripper. This is the Invent Yourself Show. Hey, are you a dog lover, a dog walker, a dog sitter? Well, I believe dogs are little gifts from heaven. I just love them. But they leave us little gifts every time we take them out for a walk. And guess who has to pick them up because they don't have thumbs? We do it. I was so frustrated trying to undo those plastic bags on a roll and then have to tie a knot in it all while my dog is pulling me away and then carry that thing to the trash. So I invented a new dog waste bag. It's super easy to open, pops right open. No need to fumble with that plastic. And then it seals shut. No tying knots like a contortionist in the circus. Best part of all, some people tell me, is that you can clip the used bag onto the bottom of the little carrier that comes with it. So you, it's a hands-free walk back to the trash. If you'd like to find out more, they're called parachute dog waste bags, and they're available now on Amazon. P-A-R-A-C-H-U-T-E-D-O-G waste bags. Check them out. Hey everybody, it's Patricia. In this episode, I sit down with another creative I met in Florence and now consider her a friend. Um, I was super intrigued as to how and why she ended up in Italy, how everything evolved, how she invented herself, as we all can do. As you'll find out, it's not planning everything out on paper and being disappointed when you don't meet those milestones. It's just letting life happen, basically. And I'm a true believer that you can invent yourself at any age or stage in life. So I'm not going to talk a lot more about this. I will apologize for the loud background during this interview. Um, It was in a very busy coffee shop, one of her favorites, called Dita Artigianale. So, um, sorry for the background noise, but I still think you'll gain a lot of insight from this, how someone just thought something up and moved forward with it. I am here with Georgette Jupa. Jupi? Jupi, I say everybody's name wrong. <laughs> it's okay, sorry. It's Jupi. Well, you yeah. sound like you're from Italy, but I know you're not originally from Italy. No, um, so my name, Georgette, is a French name. It's kind of old-fashioned, so it would be basically like if you named your daughter Gertrude or something like that. But I love those names. <laughs> and guess what his mother's name is? What is? What is his mother's name? Geraldine. Geraldine. Geraldine, there you go. See, they're all coming back. See, I never thought I was actually going to meet somebody who was French, um, because my name's so embarrassing, but of course I did and got married to him, so... And we live in Italy, but neither of us are Italian. It all works out. Nico. Nico, yes. Nico's yes, following it. <laughs> the Tell dog's me. 14. The dog. Well, we grew up, Jill and I, with a beagle oh. named Ollie. And he howled like not the first person I know who's named the beagle Molly. Ollie. Oh, Ollie. I have a daughter, okay. Molly. Oh, daughter. Molly and Ollie. That's, <laughs> That's easy right. to remember. Yes. Um, <laughs> Molly Brown, our middle daughter. The unsinkable. Mm-hmm. Um, you can back up if you want, Tom. That's good. Oh, she's she's saying that's good. 
All right. You go, you go. <laughs> like I said, we're not professionals. But tell me how you ended up here. Well, um, the I The short came, version. Yeah, exactly. Because there's... 12 years involved in that. Uh, I came originally as a study abroad student. So in 2005, I was living in Los Angeles. I'm originally from Texas, and I had the opportunity first to go to China to teach English, which was amazing. I never imagined I would make it there. Uh, so I had that experience first, then I, had, I wanted to study abroad, but preferably in an English-speaking country like London, because at the time I was studying political science. Uh, but then as it happened, there was this opportunity to come to Florence, and I couldn't pass that up, or right. I should say my dad kind of was like, Georgette, what are you thinking? Like, you should go to Florence and yeah. enjoy yourself in Italy. So that's kind of what sparked the Italy love journey, but I had no uh, preconceptions of what I thought Italy would be like, and I think that's kind of what helped me enjoy the country as is, because I was in a group with a lot of people that really had an idea of what they thought Italy would be, what they thought Italy would give them, and for me, I was like, well, I'm here. I'm going to enjoy the best, you know, the, the best of the, this year and then go back to Los Angeles. That's very entrepreneurial, that spirit. <laughs> you know, yeah. throw it out, figure it out later. Exactly. Like, if I'm thinking about too much, I'm never going to do it. Exactly. And so I felt like... Analysis yeah. paralysis, right? Yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, Maybe that'll be good whenever I'm procrastinating. I'm like, oh, I don't know what show I got but, into. But you're a writer. <laughs> I am, yes. So were yeah. you always... One of my many jobs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You write, you have a blog called mm -hmm. A Girl in Florence. Yes. And but you're also a social media manager? I am. So I am an editor at an online digital magazine called Italy Magazine. So let's say that's one of the high pieces of my career. Yes. And then I also work as a consultant in social media. So you're doing clients. Um, you're doing everything on your own though. Yes, own I'm a, I'm my own uh, I work for myself. So you have invented clients. yourself. I don't like to use the term reinvent yourself because yeah. we're all inventing ourselves. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm old still inventing myself. I you know. I think I'll be like that too. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I think that's we'll good. go like that. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I like to tell my viewers that you don't have to figure it all out by age 18. No. Because I'm nowhere where I thought I'd be. Mm -hmm. But what I love about you is that you took that leap into the unknown, mm -hmm. which I would have been afraid to do at a young age. Right. But my daughter studied abroad and wants to go live back in Australia. Is that where she studied abroad? Oh, um, nice. So the travel is fantastic for people, and I, I realized that later in life. Yeah. I went to a writer's retreat and wrote a book. <laughs> um, ah, grazie. Grazie, prego. Oh, no problem. No problem. They didn't have um, coconut milk, but that's fine. Oh, coconut I is live. the name of my Westing. Is it? Do you also love coconut? And I miss coconut. Aww. I, but my daughter literally sent a video today of her, her saying hello. And I'm not even kidding. I'll show you the video. I want to see the video. The dog says hello. I will <laughs> show you. That's my kind I of will, dog. I will show you. We're it. trying to teach Ginger how to talk. But well, it's we didn't know she yet. talked, but she's on the video. So, And I said, that's got to be Molly in the background. But Molly wasn't. She was talking and it was amazing at any rate <laughs> it wasn't in Italian though um, the vet told us to take the dog but couldn't do it um, back to you how old is your beagle so my beagle is five years old is he the best she she, she ginger she ginger. is um, our entire life you know when we first got her I wasn't I, I didn't actually want a dog I know I wanted a hedgehog <laughs> you do have a ledge of love of hedgehogs I, I did do have a, I, I love I love hedgehogs 
and I think my husband's way of saying no was like, look at, you know, look how cute Beagle, Beagles are. So They're cute. the perfect dog for an apartment, so and uh, because he doesn't like really small dogs. So, Our dog does uh, not either. Yeah, you know, I mean, Our dog does not. I'm either. open to. Any, I love all animals, of course, and I'm sure he does too, but it was kind of like a good middle ground. But, of course, when we got the beagle, uh, I was at home working, so yeah. I was with her primarily. She's a baby. And she was yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, beagles, when oh, they're, they're young, yeah. she ate two couches. Well, I used to eat our Angora sweaters, <laughs> and, and you went, when you went to grab it, yeah. he, he would howl. Oh, yeah. yeah no, it was, he, yeah. She basically yeah. remodeled our house for us. Yeah. Because, I mean, I didn't like the couches anyway, so she did me a favor. Maybe I might have put but some bacon But they can do no cushions. wrong, right? No. <laughs> but they give you that face, kind of like, are oh, you yeah. really going to be mad at me? Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> well, I find it interesting that you have a blog for the dog as well. And that's what caught my eye because Instagram account. my latest invention um, is a dog product. It, uh -huh. it, it's nothing glamorous, but it's a new dog waste bag kit. Okay. It turns into a scoop if you prefer. You know how you struggle to open those plastic bags? Uh, yes. Well, this pops Regularly. right open. No knots required. Yeah. Um, if I can show it to you, uh, I will later, but I brought you one. Oh, thank so you. So it has four of the sleeves inside. That's and awesome. I finally sourced them in China, and now they're available on Amazon. Oh, that took that's me great. so long to figure really, out. I, I studied Amazon for probably a year, over a year, I'd say. Yeah. So now I can teach inventors and people with products <laughs> yeah. how to do it, uh, or, or not do it. But um, you have been traveling to other places in Italy. Is mm -hmm. that because it's August? It is. It's because it's the summertime holidays. Yeah. And even though uh, we prefer to holiday, actually even more so in other times of the year because it's less crowded and, and yeah. better climate, um, I really wanted to take advantage of this particular summer and really, you know, go see some places. And also, uh, my husband's family came from France, and we were showing his niece and nephew oh, around. Nice. So it was kind yeah. of like family time, and yes. then we need our own time. Right. So then we went right, down right. south and ate a lot of mozzarella. Nice. Um, yeah, we've been to a few different places, but so we're here for the month um, of August, mm -hmm. and we were going to travel more, but I, I just like being here, and it's, I feel so relaxed here. I was, I'm an artist by... I graduated as, a, as an art major, oh. and then I got into the inventing field. So the art, just everything, the history is great. But it's all kind of merges together. Yes. You know, creative people are creative people. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, so do you think you'll be doing this in the next few years, or, you just, or do you just throw your arms up and say whatever? You know, I don't know what's going to happen. With my world, especially the social media side, it's anyone's guess about what's going to happen, what's going to be the next big thing. Is Are these social networks going to be as popular as they are now? I don't know. People might become more private later. Uh, because I think it's coming it. around a little bit. It is. And I, yeah. you know, I think being that I'm 35, I just turned 35 recently. I know. Happy birthday, by the way. You. Recently. It's kind of like, what a... Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, dang. That's the story of my life, too. Well, Storage. I guess what I'll do is I'll make a video on here and, on here and say, um, for the rest of the interview, join the podcast. That'll work, right? Yeah. Well, you got to make, you know. Yeah. You oh, Jill, Jill has no storage either. All right. I don't know how to get it. Hey, you know what? We're still... <laughs> we're, still we're still live on the podcast. Do you want me to show that video? Oh, sure. So while Joe's out here, we'll show... Sorry, um, my cameraman ran out of space on his phone. We are traveling. Uh, so for you joining us to hear the rest of the interview with Georgette, uh, the cameraman Thomas is showing Georgette a video of my Westie actually saying hello, and I'm not even lying. She says hello on this video.
uh, we, we can show her afterwards. We can show her after. Or I can stop this. Hey, you know what? I can stop this. I'll be back in a minute. No, you have to. You have to turn it up. She said hello. No, it sounded she like said hello. hello. It sounded like hello. She's on the front yard. She said freaking hello. <laughs> we gotta go home She's and get that. We old. we need to start a, an Instagram like account. I think you do. Yeah. And then yeah. coconut needs to get the uh, Co coconut needs needs the her own account. That's right. Yeah. Um, so you're going to. Um, do you live in La Cure? How do you say Le that? Cure? I can't say that right. I, well, say I it would, again. Le cure. Le cure. So actually, I live down the street. I live here. Oh, you do? Nice. Yeah, in the old Arno. Oh, beautiful. Uh, yeah, no, it's nice. great. I've been here for the past, let's say, five or six years. I and I used to live outside of the center of Florence, and now I'm back. I kind of want to live here for longer, but we'll see. Um, so tell me, you know, if, if young people, even not young, because I, I think everybody at any age can invent themselves. Right. So, what advice we, would you have for people starting saying, well, I'm going to move to Italy, I'm going to start a blog. It's not that easy. Let's, let's yeah. put it out there. You have years into this. Exactly. I would say, um, you know, I would ask them first, what is the reason why they're moving to Italy? Uh, maybe that's, and, and the reason why I say that is because for me personally, I never had this plan to go, okay, I'm going to come to Italy and I'm going to move there and I'm going to live the rest of my life and it's going to be amazing. It just happened to be part of my life. I came here as a student and then I came back and uh, I met my husband here and my work is here, but it never was kind of the destination to fulfill everything I needed in life. It just happens to be part of, you know. So what you're saying, if I hear you correctly, is um, you didn't have the goal to come here and do X, Y, Z. You were not open at all. to... Which, not at all. Which and is, especially not with the blog, because at the time when I started the blog, that's when blogs were starting to pick up. This was online diaries, basically like sharing your innermost thoughts. Yeah, it's, in my case, yeah, I started a couple of different blogs, yeah, yeah. mainly about political science at the time because I was, uh, or political politics, yeah. uh, that's what I was studying and I was interested in. I realized, luckily, I didn't do that now because that would be a hot mess. Um, but I quickly changed to what my life was doing was here in Florence, and but there was no expectation that that blog was going to turn into a viable career or anything like that. So there's a good message too. Do what you love at the time you were doing political science, but you skipped to another. Like you weren't so pigeonholed into that area. No. no. That, and, and and now you can even brand you know your name and your blog to do anything. You're not right. you're not stuck anywhere. No. Um, you're not Sarah the political science <laughs> blogger. You know no. what I mean? So a me a good message to people trying to invent themselves don't even try to invent yourself it's going to happen is what you're saying yeah just you know don't be so concerned too with what other people think right because yeah. in the inventing world you have to put blinders on too because too many people will kill your dream or give you false hope right so you just have to kind of follow and, yeah. and you you learn you know this at a young age I, I also used age. to actually work uh, one of my jobs here is I used to work at a startup enterprise so basically it's an Italian company called Nana Bianca and it focused on helping startups incubate and uh, that was an interesting experience because you know of course it was like a very small tiny not as important sector compared to Silicon Valley or anything like that however it was very interesting for me uh, to work in that environment here in Italy uh, and I learned a lot from that experience and I will say that 
for what I do now, my career, having my own clients and doing my thing, um, it also comes after many, many years for working for other people. So I think that sometimes when I talk to especially younger people who, you know, they want to meet me or maybe they want to do what I do, I always say, well, you know, work for other people first. You need to get the experience. Then you learn what you don't want to do, right? You don't want to boss. And also maybe the, the impact of how heavy it is also to work for yourself, pay your own taxes, hire an accountant, especially in a foreign country. Uh, you know, we pay very high taxes here. Mine, personally, is almost 50%. I heard that. And, uh, I heard that. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It, of course, that includes my retirement, health care, and maternity leave eventually. So I think, yeah. well, you know, those are things that I appreciate. But it's something that you have to, you can't go, you can't be thinking about moving to another country without thinking about how to financially sustain yourself while there. And that's hard to tell young people because they're so young. Or older uh, people or anybody that writes too. me who says, I want to move there. My, the reason why I asked even in the beginning why would somebody want to move to Italy is because what I don't think is good is somebody thinking Italy is going to make them happy. You have to find that wherever you are. Amen. <laughs> you know? Amen. It's not... It's because not it's very point. easily... It's very easy to come abroad, have this high of this new country and I want to learn the language and this and that and then quickly fall into a depression because you don't have a lifelong links to the community like you might in somewhere somewhere else. That's right. You, you and, and so I was at the um, Creatives in Florence. Mm-hmm. I think um, Sarah started. Exactly. Yeah, Sarah. And I met all these people who are actually... Um, the young people are kind of quiet, but I can go in and just start talking. Which is and, great. <laughs> and, 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 and open them up a little bit. And some people were just meeting the other people for the first time, but they're like, we need a social outlet because it's so, when you're an entrepreneur or you're working, you know, by yourself, even freelancing for someone, whatever, it's lonely. It is very lonely. It gets isolating, and I know that creative people need their, I need my alone time to get my stuff done. But if I don't start seeing people, I, I need to get my social network. And I can see what you're, where you're saying. If you grew up in Texas and your childhood friends are in Texas. Yeah. Or, you know, and I feel too, you know, I always encourage people to create the community that you lack at home first. So if you're living in Los Angeles or you're living in Kansas City or in New York City, start thinking about how you can grow a community there or find people that are similar to you before you pick up and move to Italy and, uh, you know, it's expect everybody to drop what they're doing here to become your friend. It's great advice because <laughs> you know? you, it's hard to break in sometimes. People are guarded. Yeah. Um, and so, they have their own friends already. <laughs> do you um, do all your own posts on Instagram? Or do you, yes, I do everything. How, how the heck? Tell. Come on. No, but how, it's, like, it's like a hundred times a day. Like I don't know <laughs> if it's the age I'm at now that I can't just think of doing that all day long. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I did burn out a little bit. I started in 2009 doing how to invent video and all kinds of, I had a show. And I'm, I was saying the same thing over and over and over. Now, that, that, this was before Instagram and all the other platforms, so I'm a little overwhelmed trying to get it out to all the platforms. But I guess the message is just put it out somewhere. Right. So that's why I'm agree. trying to get back into the, the podcast strictly to help people. You know, to help people not only invent a product by themselves so they don't get ripped off, because I can advise them that way. I think everybody's seen that movie. What's the movie with the woman that yeah, invents yeah. What the mopper? That's such a common story. And I, I was thinking that. I've how, met so many yeah. people who have lost their shirts, their houses, their college fun, kids' college funds, and you know what? You can do it for under $100 now. 
Yeah. Yes. And uh, do you think it's a matter of people knowing their rights and, and no, how knowing to protect the their... knowing the steps because it seems yeah. so overwhelming and daunting. Um, and you know, it's funny how life comes around because I was just one of the ju- judges for an international event in Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. um, like the only woman on the panel. Um, Kind of crazy so, 2019. And I just want to be a role model for, I mean, I have three daughters, for everyone really, but especially for the for the girls and all the women in benches who, they weren't allowed to get patents not that long ago. It had to be in the husband's name and all that good stuff. So I'm just hoping to put out some some uh, inspiration to do it. Right. Because you, you can do it. I beat a lot of odds and you beat a lot of odds. Yeah. So be the other percent. Don't always look at the 99 that don't make it, right? Absolutely. That's exciting. No, it is exciting. I think, uh, you know, in Italy, for example, it's it's considered a very hard country to start a business. Um, but a lot of us that have and have done, you know, whether it's online like me or, or a brick-and-mortar store, um, you know, a lot of us were put into the position where we kind of had to invent our own careers yeah. because there's is is diff, very difficult to break into the mainstream. And that's here. why I liked I like what you do. You did you you and you invented your whole path, your your whole career, and so um, that's why I wanted to talk to you and to to share with my followers. Uh, and where can I find you, Georgette? <laughs> I'm on girlinflorence.com. That's the name of my personal website blog. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at the same name, Girl in Florence. Facebook, Girl in Florence. Twitter, Girl in Florence. <laughs> Try to keep it easy. And if you love, and she people, is a girl in Florence. I am a girl living well, in Florence. Well, well, actually, it's girl in Florence, <laughs> yes. not the A at the beginning. Exactly. Uh, and my dog has an Instagram account. If you are into snarky beagles roaming around Florence called Beagle and Florence. So it, it's it, very creative. It's adorable. <laughs> it's adorable. And 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 the more I clicked on your links, the deeper I got into all the stuff that you do. It's amazing. You're a, you're a really good writer too, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I don't love to write. I wrote a book though. Um, but I, I prefer just it's to kind of it, 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 yeah, yeah, it's, it's not as easy as they make it seem when they take pictures of coffee shops and put out pens and pencils. So actually putting it down. Exactly. So do you think that it might come around a little bit that people do want a little more privacy and maybe there'll be only a couple of uh, platforms? Yes, that... I do. I think that, uh, you know, it's coming to the point where a lot of, especially young people, are preferring messaging apps and uh, preferring to share things only with their friends in that way. And even somebody as open as I am online, it's changed a lot since when we first started. So I, I believe that you can have a private and a public life and that you yeah. can hopefully harmonize both realities. Yes, I, I have yeah. three daughters and I watch their activities over the years. And um, they really don't like it. It's isolating. But, but where I have products and I'm trying to do a business, mm-hmm. I need to be on there. Because yeah. once you're not on there, you're irrelevant. But it is hard for them to grow up with it, I think. But um, one of my daughters has had it her whole life. So there's, there's no different comparison than, say, my older daughter who has had it and not had it. Uh, very like interesting the, I time. I remember what it was like before. Yeah, like the having internet. a cell phone. <laughs> and yeah. Before having a cell phone, before having a Facebook yeah, yeah. profile. And I remember it now. And... I honestly think it depends on your personality too. Uh, it I personally personal. wouldn't do what I do if I thought I couldn't mentally handle criticism online. Interesting. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. One one bad comment and you're devastated for months, even though you have a bunch of good ones, right? Exactly. Uh, it's kind of like life, though. Yeah. Um, you can ignore them or not. Yeah. What about privacy when the, the bambino <laughs> arrives? 
Um, not pregnant. No, but if you ever do. Yeah. Um, if. Uh, and that, I, I, that's forward of me to say, but I'm yeah. just thinking a lot of these social media uh, guru, you know, know, Gary Vaynerchuk will not put the, well, it's his wife saying, don't put the kids on at all. Mm -hmm. And then you have Casey Neistat who's showing the kids back, but not the front. And right. it's tricky. So are, what would you. People are deciding on what they're comfortable sharing, yeah. and I think that's the way to go. I think it's very personal. I know I could imagine, oh, I don't want to share at all my future child's uh, photos on the internet. Maybe it's not their permission or anything like that. And I understand that point of view because there is, I don't think that, I love what I do, but I probably wouldn't start an Instagram account for, you know, my future child, even though I think people and, would expect that I would. And some people <laughs> do that in hopes that, well, the, the theory is they're going to see, if someone really wanted to see them, and the reason I ask you that is yeah. because I have kids that were halfway grown up when I started, mm -hmm. and I felt kind of funny with them on it, but at the right. same time, my parents had the Super 8 camera going, yeah. and I no, mean, no, it wasn't I, I was all over the world, right? The time. So I wanted your opinion on that. Um, it's a hard one. Yeah. I, I honestly don't have, I'm not super strict on what, I don't know what we're going to do. You'll see what happens. I have no, we're going to see what happens. But I'm, and yeah. no, 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 I didn't even mean to say, I'm just, yeah, I ask people that, I was asking other, especially women. Yeah. Because some of the women have different opinions than the, the men who are on my team. I mean, so. of course, and, and you know, that for me would be number one, is what is my husband comfortable with? I, I mean, I'd have the kid under a hood, on the, you know, but, <laughs> but then you get to be like Michael Jackson's kids, you know, and they're out, in the, you know, you don't well, want that. I, mean, I just, I feel like it has to, I mean, I do, I would, I do think that what makes, you know, my website something that resonates with people is the fact that I'm personal. Yes. When I write, like, personal. I don't want to be right. Condé Nast Traveler, right. and I don't want to just be giving people travel advice. It's and kind of annoying. And that's the niche that you have. That's why you're so good. That's the niche you have. And that's the Beagle thing. And the Beagle thing, too. It's yeah. my Beagle. I mean, I am. It'd be so funny if you wouldn't show the Beagle and you have them behind, like, a cardboard... You know what I'm saying? Ginger. Or Nico, or Nico, you haven't been a box. The second she sees people, people recognize Ginger on the street sometimes. So and when that happens, she instantly throws herself on the ground for cuddles. So, I mean, if anything, she's like, she yeah, wants it all. Good for her. I, my dog loves people, but does not like dogs. So the vet said, well, we didn't have time to socialize her. And he said, well, don't stress her out. A lot of dogs don't like dogs. I said, yeah, okay. That's true. That's okay. Because we, uh, we had a Dalmatian years ago that we, it was our baby. We had no kids. So what, we went to happy kindergarten, socialized, and right. we just didn't have time. But they're the greatest things. Well, I want to thank you for taking time. I, mean, I, I hope I hit on everything because yeah, I don't, I'm not like a professional interviewer, obviously. But I really wanted to meet you. And listen to me. You're talking to me here in the coffee shop, and you were just with Sting, the singer. <laughs> well, I'm feeling I was I'm invited good. to a farmhouse party where he, at his house, um, Sting and Trudy. Sting and Trudy's house, exactly. Uh, they they have this annual party to celebrate their farmhouse, their farmhouse products. They make wine and olive oil and honey. And it was amazing. It was great to go. And he actually sang. Uh, but I didn't get to meet him personally. He kind of booked oh, wait, it. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah. um, actually, it's interesting because back at home, they just aired a piece on Florence on, on mm -hmm. Good Morning, Sunday that. Morning. I think it was like CBS. And, and it was, yeah, it was a repeat, Jane Polly. Um, and uh, they covered the artist Clit yes. as well. And I, I was just there doing it. And I'm like, damn, girl. The playing field is level. Yeah. I feel like I'm Jane Polly doing the same thing. <laughs> it's know. crazy. Yeah, like, go. that's the nice part about this, that yeah. anybody can try it, you yeah. know?
kind of cool. Well, and that's why, and, but people love, because, I mean, if anyone can, it gives a more even playing field than Absolutely does. for how you had to know famous people or have a rich family. It democratizes everything, which I love that about social media. Um, you can learn about anything you want. You, you, you can learn, go, go to Google and figure everything out. Yeah. And if you find yourself getting overwhelmed by it, which happens a lot, you know, there's nothing wrong with turning it off. I mean, the mentally sane while using social media thing is important because if I felt like I was getting overwhelmed with my notifications or trying to keep up with all the messages, I would just turn it off and focus on whatever else I want to do, take a long walk or anything like that. And, no. That is an excellent, excellent point because a lot of people, even with, with your stature, let's say, wouldn't shut it off for fear that someone might, you know, draw, you might lose a follower or something. But I think that's very important for you to say because uh, people burn out. They do, they burn out. And, and, uh, and you need to take time. But I notice that you do a lot of um, networking in person, which I love. I, I love it. For me, it's really important face-to-face -face, uh, approach. Also, because I feel like if you're social on social media, you need to be social in real life. Yes, <laughs> and and you do have you you've got to see her in person, people, because she's very stylish, and she's got a great face. So why would she hide behind the you know not going out and being social? I want to thank you again. Thank you. I love Florence. I'm happy. I uh, hope hopefully I'll come back and we can meet again. Maybe I'll have the Westie. And please, I'll show you the parachute dog. There's yeah, a little, little bit of a learning curve. Okay. Um, hope you like it. If you don't, that's fine, too. Every, <laughs> there's a market for everyone and everything. Absolutely. I just thought it was cool that you had a dog blog, and I happen to have two of these with me. Um, I'm going to France after this for two months. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, and then I'll be home. Um, the South of France to Lemuse. It's a writer's and artist retreat where I wrote my book um, a number of years ago. That's where I met Victoria, whose house I'm at. So everything is full circle in life, every single thing. Um, and I just love meeting people, so uh, I will hopefully see you in the future. And everybody, look on her blog, a girl, um, oh, I keep saying that A. Girl, like, hey girl, girl in Florence. Talk to you guys later, bye-bye. <laughs>
Trisha Nolan Brown. I just want you to know that I really like you and I loved your book. You're the only person that talks about inventions, um, like the personal aspect. You know, I, I love in your book how you had to have a good personality, da da da. da. Other people really don't talk about that, uh, the men. And I just like your spirituality and your cowbells and all that good stuff. Keep up um, the podcast. I love listening to you. And I'm an inspiring um, inventor hoping to license and follow in your footsteps. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Patricia Nolan Brown, Invent Yourself. Thanks for tuning in. Please follow, subscribe, and share.